0: Hi, I'm Angelica Bell and welcome to The Business Show. Now, in our sustainability special, we'll bring you inspiring stories and fresh knowledge to help you grow with confidence. Join me as I talk to entrepreneurs and sustainability specialists, finding out how they've utilised opportunities to grow thriving businesses whilst reducing their emissions. Joining me today is Jim Bissett, the brand director of Hydrogenie, a carbon reducing solutions company, and also Heidi Simpson, an enterprise and climate propositions and engagement manager. We're going to be discussing if switching to renewables during an energy and cost of living crisis will be a rewarding investment, or if there are better options and solutions to consider when reducing your environmental impact. So let's get started. Jim and Heidi, it's so good that you're here today.
1: Great to be here. Nice to be here.
0: Well, Jim, I'm going to come to you first because you were an electrician for 30 years and you used all that information and created a business. You went down a different path, set up a business, which is really exciting, especially in this current climate. So tell us a bit about it and sort of the mission of HydroGenie.
1: Well, HydroGenie is a retrofit solution that goes beside your boiler, domestic or commercially, and it removes the dissolved oxygen. If you were putting a pan of water on the cooker, you would see bubbles forming on the bottom of the pan. That's exactly the same as what's happening within the boiler. So the bubbles act like a bubble wrap and slow down the heat transfer to the water. Now, by taking the dissolved oxygen out, it means that those bubbles don't form anymore. With domestic hydrogenes, if we fit the platinum system, we can get up to fifty percent saving.
0: Fifty percent.
1: With yeah.
0: I mean, it is genius, Heidi. We feel Definitely. like we're in a phys- we've sat here like we're in a physics lesson, did not we? <laughs>
2: hundred <laughs> percent. That definitely did sound like a physics lesson. I was listening intently as it's incredibly complex what you've been able to do. Um, but the savings are amazing.
0: Yeah, incredible.
2: Now, Heidi, let's talk
0: about your job and what you do and what does it entail.
2: So um, everything that we do within the Enterprise and Climate Propositions team is all around the added value, non-financial support that we can give to our customers. Um, so, yes, they might need loans and things like that to grow their business. But where we come in is around how can we share knowledge, expertise, how can we provide customers um, from early stage through to really larger growing businesses with the extra stuff that they need, the tools and what they need to actually do the doing. Well,
0: both of you have dealt with many businesses looking to improve their current energy solutions or to become fully renewable. Would you say that business now has more of a conscience, you know, and what are the main reasons for those businesses coming to you? You know, what what are they looking for? What help do they need?
2: So I think um, there's been a definite change in the way businesses think about energy and um, how their business is impacting the climate in general. We've gone through a stage of people learning about it and understanding whether they need to do anything. And we're now very much in a position where... Businesses know they need to do something, and they're trying to work out exactly what it is that they need to do. So, one of the first things they need to think about is what is their starting point, so they can look at what actions they can take to then progress through their journey. But definitely a shift in where businesses were to now, um, and it's much more action based that we're seeing.
0: Would you say that's the same for you, Jim, and businesses that you work with, and you know, have seen grown and start?
1: Yeah, um, before. The energy price increase, the questions asked to me were, how can our company reduce carbon emissions? And that was the kind of leading question. And then they talked about consumption. But now it's turned on its head and it's it's basically saying, oh, how can we reduce our, our, our energy costs and uh, how much we're using in gas, oil and LPG? Uh, so... Either way, we can say, yes, we can help.
0: Well, you know, for many businesses, and, you know, when I've spoken to businesses, they say they they really care about the environment. They want to invest in renewable energy um, and energy optimising solutions. But it's that expense. And some of them think, oh, I want to do that. But, you know, they want to see immediate results, isn't it? But, you know, when they might be thinking ahead and the return might not come straight away. You know, are there benefits that they may be overlooking um, when investing in renewable energy other than reducing your business's impact on the environment?
2: yeah, so I think this is really common actually. Um a recent report that was undertaken showed that less than ten percent of businesses seen climate action as a business opportunity, where a lot of the research says, that by doing so and by taking steps you're going to reduce your costs by becoming more efficient so that in itself will pay itself so the investment generally will pay off and sometimes quicker than expected the other thing that's probably important to consider from a business perspective as well is the growth of new markets so consumers are changing so think about sustainable fashion and circular economy consumers are, are, are thinking about their purchases differently and so if businesses don't think about that differently they're going to get fallen behind so it's not just the energy itself it's the actual markets that have been created through this heightened focus on how we ensure that we don't you know add to the climate change issues and I think that's where there are further opportunities for business growth as well as the efficiencies and the cost savings out of those who are looking at sustainable energy sources
0: and also some businesses aren't aware of the green incentives out there as well
2: Absolutely. Um, Those really proactive businesses are well ahead and tapping into a lot of that. Naturally, these things come to an end. Um, So that is one of the things that we are starting to see as well. So maximising those incentives, um, but also some of the financial solutions that can help you with your investment. They often offer preferential rates for certain things to do with um, climate transition. So it's definitely worth researching.
0: Jim, it's really clear that the hydrogeny system is all about reducing energy waste and utilising existing heating systems in homes and workplaces. And I think it's really important to stress that it's existing heating systems. So what business sectors can draw the most benefit from using a system like yours?
1: Well, Angelica, uh, all the companies across the private and uh, public sectors uh, can benefit from use, especially the, the hotel sector. Basically, they've got to have the heating on whether there's people in or there's no people in because as soon as the, anyone goes in and it's cold, that, that hotel is going to get a bad posting on uh, TripAdvisor. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's very important.
0: Well, actually then, Heidi, as an SME in an energy crisis, which investment will make the biggest impact in terms of reducing carbon footprint and working towards being a carbon neutral company? I mean, investing into renewable energy and energy optimising solutions or seeking new energy providers?
2: So this one really depends on the sector and the size of business. So if you were to take a business that was heavily reliant on fleet vehicles, as an example, looking at electric and hybrid options has to be where they start. But then if you flip that and look at a more service-based organisation, one of their biggest costs is going to be the electricity and the gas into the office to actually look after their colleagues and, and um, give them what they need to do their day job. So
0: it's about what business you're in.
2: Exactly. You can also flip that on its head if you actually have a premises could you look at things like solar panels and other renewable sources of energy that you can actually generate yourself which again will reduce the impact on costs but it's also ensuring that you're doing it in a much more sustainable way so very much sector dependent and business dependent but every business has options around it
0: well what basic energy savings can businesses make then that they might be overlooking right now
2: i mean when it comes to basics it's lights off monitors off you know it's the really really simple stuff energy saving initiatives that is the absolute basics that we can go to it seems so simple but it's actually one of the biggest wasted costs that you see out there so even um, in domestic
0: homes as well you know (laughs) absolutely if you practice that at home you're more likely to practice it as well in the office
2: and, you know, people will laugh that that's what I'm saying, but it needs you need to start there and look at other efficiencies like, you know, working from home and hybrid working as well. All it does is shift where the energy is used. So we don't want businesses to think that that is in itself what's going to reduce your energy impact. And um, but consideration of how you work and the ways in which that's done, it will make a massive, massive difference.
0: I just want to get back to something you were talking about earlier about brands and why they're thinking about, you know, solutions like this or renewable energy It's it's almost like it's not peer pressure, but it's about how you're perceived, isn't it?
2: Definitely. And when it comes to early stage companies that might be looking for investment, for example, right through to your larger businesses, everybody's thinking about sustainability. So it's not just big business that needs to consider this. It's everybody. And as I said, those who've been proactive in this are actually reaping the, the rewards already. They've got competitive differentiation. They are getting into the preferred supplier lists for large corporates. Yeah. So, for example, many large corporates are trying to reduce their emissions through the businesses they work with, and often some of those are smaller companies. So by getting it right and setting yourself up, that in itself can, can pay dividends in terms of the business opportunities that they have available.
0: Would you agree with that, Jim?
1: Yeah, I think that's uh, right on the nail. For many companies that don't own their own buildings that they occupy, and they, may not, they might not be able to install renewables because it's not their building and the landlord won't, won't allow them. They could ask the, the landlord company if it's okay for the company to retrofit the hydrogen. It would mean that the uh, landlord's boiler would last longer. The company that's uh, renting it would actually be paying less for their, their fuel. And then when we install it with a bypass valve, so if they actually want to move to another premises they can take it with them so they could just put it onto the next the next building they're on.
2: everything you've just said there though totally nods to the fact that this needs to be a partnership approach and not just one part of the puzzle will be able to make any step change you know you've mentioned agreeing with your landlord so that's two entities in itself yeah. working together and um, which has to be done if we're going to make any difference
0: well, Jim hi Joe Jeannie and um, produces energy optimizing solutions. So, can you give me three energy optimizing steps business owners looking to reduce their environmental impact on a budget could take?
1: Um, small offices uh, could install smart uh, thermostats that can be controlled from the manager's phone, and they would have better uh, control over the environment in the offices. Because sometimes you've got the the heating fighting against the heat that's coming off all the computers in the, in the, these areas and uh, basically by reducing the temperature in the room by 1 degree i mean it's usually about up to 10% of a saving over the year you could look at voltage optimization basically if you've got quite a high voltage coming in uh, you put a voltage optimizer on you can actually reduce your your uh, energy consumption by between 10 and 20% and the other way is to look at the easy 12 easy tips on friends of the earth's website uh, or give us a call
0: <laughs> i mean there's some great tips there
2: brilliant no and i think some of the numbers that you said you know reducing um the heat by one degree reduces the the bill for a 10 percent. i think it was you'd said um that in itself just pays for itself and it's a small small change so heidi you're a sustainability
0: specialist as we know so What advice would you give to SMEs looking to improve the environmental impact? You know, where can they go for research that they can trust?
2: I think the first step is definitely to go onto our website. Not only can you learn more about some of the issues that we've spoken about, but also be directed to further tools and things to actually get into the detail of what actions you can take. We also have an accelerator programme where we bring together businesses who are like-minded, growing and and coming through some of these teething problems as well, but also that has a a climate lens as well. So if you are in a business in that space, you can get extra um, added value support as well, which is always helpful when you're in an early stage or growing business. But
0: how can business owners know that their sustainable investment is worth it?
2: So in terms of, is it worth it? I think there's a few things that you need to work the numbers. So when it comes to changing a tariff or investing in a bit of tech knowing how much that costs to invest in and what it will give you over the period of investment you need to know your numbers and that's what your decisions should be made against but more broadly your climate credentials and looking at how you um, run your business and source your suppliers that in itself will have a broader impact around the type of customers you can attract so there's definitely a couple of lenses there is the hard and fast numbers piece but also how you do your business adds to your brand and then adds to the sales that you can get at the end of the day.
0: Well you know we could talk for ages it's really interesting and, and who thought heating and you know sustainability in business you know it's 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 a huge topic isn't it
2: absolutely um, and it's just growing it's not going away at all um it's going to become more and more prominent so we would urge all businesses to understand their situation and and look to take action
0: jim and heidi thank you so much for being on the show today great tips and advice and good luck with the business jim thank you and thank you as well for joining the show today there's still loads to come in our sustainability special so please follow and subscribe and if today's episode has inspired you head to our website to find more insights and potential solutions that could help you take action today until next time